Welcome, boils and ghouls, to Handle Whiskare. We are a horror podcast presented by the Slash and Cast Network discussing horror movies and the phobias they emphasize. Throughout the month, we've got a date with death in our Thanatophobia deep dive, a.k.a. Yeah. the fear of death. And we've, death games! We've been talking, just... yeah, primarily death games. Uh, <laughs> and we're, we're kind of... Uh, going back a little bit in regards to, like, one of the earlier entries, uh, which was a super low-budget movie, uh, that definitely has had quite a bit of inspiration for later films, uh, probably the most well-known one being, I don't know, this, this series, uh, called Saw. I don't know if anyone's ever seen those movies. Oh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> uh, so tonight, you know... Holly and I are discussing Cube release in 1997, directed by Vincenzo Natali. <laughs> and Holly, uh, you know, we, we've got uh, a, a lot of interest in movies this month, and of course, you know, we're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving with Thanksgiving, which is going to be an absolute batshit hilarious episode because I love that movie to no end. Uh, but this was this was a good throwback piece because it's kind of like one of the earlier entries into this subgenre, uh, you know, where you know you basically have these people waking up not knowing where the hell they are, how they got mm -hmm. there, what the purpose of it all is, and uh, yeah, you know, I I've I've seen this movie a few times at this point. Uh, I still have not gone back to watch. Uh, cube 2, Hypercube, and uh, Cube 0, which was a prequel to the first Cube, uh, primarily because uh, Natalny didn't want to direct a sequel because he doesn't like sequels. Uh, not only that, but, you know, you also had a new director attached to each one. And I, I just felt like as a standalone movie, I think Cube worked better, but you do get different elements uh, incorporated into kind of like the backstory of the cube itself in the later entries mm -hmm. uh, from what I've been hearing. No, that sounds really good. I mean, uh, I, I can't remember if we were recording when I was saying this, but I've only ever seen the original cube, original cube mm -hmm. 1.0, <laughs> uh, not hypercube or clear light or cube, whatever. Like it's, I shouldn't be so dismissive because maybe they're fantastic movies, but the fact that they never broke through and nobody made me watch them, Mm -hmm. <laughs> just tells me that maybe they're not as good as the original and uh, I'm I'm a fan of the original but you and you were saying that you had some 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 issues that we could talk about which is really fun but uh I uh yeah I'm excited to talk about this it's it, it, there's just so much going on in the movie and I I there's definitely a lot of a lot of content to be explored in the sequels mm -hmm. uh they definitely left it very open-ended which is just very typical of you know Low-budget movies, the good ones anyway. So, yeah, I'm excited. Let's get into it. Yeah, it's funny, because, like, I remember when... Not necessarily, like, when this movie first came out, but I remember when streaming services first started popping up. Uh, and Cube was constantly one of them that was in the recommendations for you. Uh, and actually, I just watched another movie that has been in my recommendations for an extremely long amount of time. Uh, and I watched Hell House for the first time. You hadn't seen that? Uh, a couple of days ago. And that movie genuinely creeped me out, which does not yeah. happen that often. So, uh, so yeah, that was an experience because, you know, clowns. <laughs> I 
had no idea about uh, that thing. Very tight Ugh. spaces. All oh. that too. Uh, but well, you know, yeah, it, yeah, we should talk about house at some point because I, I was about to go on a tangent. I was like, no. We're here for Cube today. <laughs> this is Cube Day today. Today's Cube Day. But yeah, it's funny, though, because Cube has just been one of those movies that has kind of just been shelved into, like, that category. Like, I don't know anyone who's just, like, outright been like, oh, my God, I got to see this right now. It's just kind of been one of those. They eventually get around to it. They yeah. see what the entire ordeal is about. And then, you know, they do like what they see. But anyways, so we have six complete strangers uh, with a widely varying personalities uh, being involuntarily placed in an endless maze containing deadly traps. Uh, and, you know, as I mentioned, this is a low-budget movie, uh, and this was made for $365,000 Canadian. Wow, Canadian? Canadian dollars, Yikes. yeah. Yikes. Man, those Canadians know how, they're, how, to, how to spend their money. <laughs> I'm sure that like 50% of the budget was just getting those badass mechanical doors or just the one door, I'm guessing. <laughs> they just shot from different angles over and over again. Because, you know, that's where all the quality needed to be. You know, you couldn't do a flimsy, you know, plastic door that's supposed to be metal. Mm -hmm. Not a la Star Trek, you know, Star Trek. So, yeah, money well spent. Right, so $365,000 Canadian. Uh, it was also shot in 20 days. So pretty pretty quick Ooh, shoot in this regard nice. as well. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I like about Cube is it's very simplistic in regards to the story. And that's one of the reasons why a movie like this holds up very well. You know, it's just got that very pure sort of premise. Uh, mm -hmm. And the idea is that it leans on, you know, it, it, it works perfectly in regards to just the characters and, you know, there's an interesting connection with the characters being named after prisons and them having characteristics of oh. the prisons that they are named after what? Uh, as well. But, you know, I, I just like the idea of, okay, you have six strangers navigating this murderous maze. Uh, they all kind of have like their unique quirks or their area of right. expertise. Uh, and, you know, you you have these different colored rooms, you know, you have the white, you've got uh, the red rooms, and you, you know, normally you just think, okay, red is automatically the trap rooms, uh, which nope. was not necessarily always the case, but the white rooms were more, uh, whatever, they would get, like, a sort of, like, discovery or breakthrough, and the red rooms were either a trap, or it was when something would kind of, uh spark uh, you know people against one another uh because you did have quite a few occasions where they were at each other's throats and you know a lot of that just went uh around you know whoever was wanting to take lead because you did have mm -hmm. people who were just more passive uh or were just so lost in the confusion as to like why they were there or just trying to figure out what the hell was going on and things like that uh but all in all very simple story uh, and just the way that it was shot, too, I thought was very interesting because, you know, they didn't have, like, this huge set. They basically just had one cube, and they kind of had to shoot yeah. it where uh, they would have one of the uh, specific colors, and then mm -hmm. they would knock out all the scenes within that <laughs> color, and then they would move on to the next one. So they would have to change out the panels. <laughs> Bob change! <laughs> and, yeah, the movie's incredibly smart, and it's, it's done so... Um, it's just done so well. I mean, like, there's plenty of criticisms to be had about it, but but when you think about the amount of money that was spent, the amount of time, mm. it was it's 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 quite a feat, 
and and anybody should uh, uh everybody should appreciate that mm-hmm. now i know we're moving forward but did you say that the that they're named after prisons yes what i'd never heard mm-hmm. that please tell me more Okay, so all of the characters in the movie uh, were named after well-known prisons. You had uh, Kazam, which is for the mentally challenged, uh, and that's like based in uh, a prisons in Russia, very disorganized, and that's what it's known for. Uh, you have Renz, uh, aka like the mentor. That was a jail that was kind of like the pioneer for a lot of the policies that we, you would see incorporated today. Uh, Holloway was a women's prison. Uh, you had Alderson, which uh, was more known for, like, isolation as, like, their punishment. Uh, you had uh, Leavenworth, uh, which has, you know, very strict rules. And then you also uh, had some other ones uh, that were corporately owned and built. Because, you know, we had, like, an, one of the architects here. Uh, mm-hmm. And that was, like, one of the newer persons. So I thought it was pretty interesting. So you kind of had... The, the characteristics of, you know, the people within, or as prisoners in this case, because they are pretty much trapped, uh, just drawn from the real-life persona of the prisons in this case. That's insane. I can't believe this movie just got ten times better for me. I'm going to have to rewatch that shit. Okay. Damn. Thank you. So you got all of that, and, uh, you know, because this is a cube, obviously this is a three-dimensional puzzle. Very similar to like a Rubik's cube in this case, because uh, it does mm-hmm. it does shift, uh, which they do learn later on in the movie. After initially they thought that they had just gone in a circle, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like. Uh, but you know what? One of the one of the weird things about this movie is how heavily it relies on mathematics, and that's I I think that is one of the things that could be a drawback for a lot of people, mm. because. You know, numbers, really? Like, there's too many of them. <laughs> and not that, them. not that, not that, not a lot of people from? are great at math. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when they're, when they're throwing out, like, all these terminologies, you're like, wait, what? what? You're just trying to make me learn stuff? And then they're just spouting off numbers. And they're like, okay, I guess that, that sounds right. Sure. <laughs> I didn't question you any know, of it's, that. It's, I was like, it's uh-huh. not. It's not the uh, the the simple boot test, you know, that they were using for the the motion <laughs> tests <laughs> for the sensors. That's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. That, that didn't. Yeah, that didn't go far. Well, I mean, actually, that took him pretty far. And then the idea that the that the prime numbers were okay numbers were okay rooms that took him pretty far too. Mm-hmm. Until it didn't. Yeah, I mean. They're they're not always going to work out that way. You know, they thought it was just like a normal maze uh, until they find out that, you know, the rules are just constantly changing in this case. Uh, so, you know, you had these trap rooms, which were either activated by motion or sound. And, uh, you know, I think one of the most noticeable things, at least early on, is just how quickly this movie grabs your attention. Because, of course, well, the you, very first scene. Yeah, yeah, the very first scene leading up into, you know, the 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 title sequence uh you know you see one of the guys waking up he's going through and cubed and uh he gets <laughs> waffled basically cubed. <laughs> you missed a great opportunity to use the word cube and, yeah i mean like the uh th- that's a really dramatic death scene in that it's it's so uh quick and violent mm-hmm. and gruesome 
And it, it's, I, I thought that was really well done too, just that it, it gives you a really like shocking first taste. Mm-hmm. And so uh, like, you know, the possibilities of, of where this movie can go or basic or rather the, uh, the sensibilities of the movie, you know, that didn't come out right either. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that it tells you like, hey, we can get gross real fast and mm-hmm. you don't know how often this is going to happen, which is pretty exciting, right? It's a pretty exciting first scene. After that, you know, like, okay, anything, you know, anything this gruesome can happen again and it's going to have to happen and even worse if they're going to keep apping the, the ante, right? Now, in the movie, they actually kind of mellow out and you don't mm-hmm. see a gruesome death, you know, until Boots runs out, right? <laughs> Until boots don't work anymore. That was a pretty good one, too. But uh, it it just kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat without overdoing it, without desensitizing you to the violence, which I thought was pretty great. Well, the other thing, too, is, you know, you know, there's a ton of booby traps throughout this prison. Mm -hmm. And, you know, despite that, there are more uh, human Versus human oh. kills. Turns out it's man. <laughs> yeah, man was the problem all along. <laughs> there, there's more murders than there are actual, uh, you know, booby trap kills in this case, which you know is is one of the other things. Like you have so many different ways you can come up with, uh, and you know maybe maybe the Japanese remake that came out, uh, in October. Which I I had no luck finding it online, so hopefully it'll pop up somewhere. Because I really want to know whether or not they're relying more heavily on trap kills as opposed to man versus man in this case, like Mm -hmm. it was with the original. But, you know, it's just the fact that, you know, you set up with that big bane right out of the gate, and then it just kind of... I'm not going to say it lulls, but Mm -hmm. there's enough in there to make things interesting. But for a movie built around... You know, a murderous maze. You know, I I wanted I wanted more kills from the traps. Yeah, themselves. but they only had so much money, man. Like, yeah. like <laughs> I completely money, understand 50, that. <laughs> 50% of the money went to making a really believable hatchet hatch door, and then 50% of the budget went to that first kill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the uh, retractable and foldable blade. <laughs> yeah, you got to, you got to see a little bit of the, you know, the the CGI on the mm. the folding blade, but it was still pretty neat. I, I wonder. I, mean, I wonder if that scene was the direct inspiration for the laser grid in Resident Evil. I would say so. I mean, like, just it's so similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was uh, particularly like the. Mo- I mean, it's it's so strange that a movie can change so much and that can be so surprising when it's so fucking basic, right? Mm-hmm. You meet all the characters; they all kind of have their little spiel so you get to understand their personalities. You make your connections with whatever characters you like and dislike. And and then you have a, a general understanding of the room, right? The room functions in this way and this is what we're doing. And they really managed to switch it all up and change up the, the, the personalities. And uh, one of my favorite ones, of course, is the doctor that goes from being sensible and, and kind. And she remains kind throughout the movie, but... She also uh, eventually shows a, a batshit crazy side, like a conspiracy, a conspiracy nut side, which uh, it, it's it, it was really uh, unnerving in a really fun way. Right. Because she's your rock and you're thinking, OK, this person functions in this way and we've got somebody with brains and we've got somebody with uh, with uh, and this other kind of knowledge. And then they just start turning shit around a little bit like our, our smarty pants uh, specs. 
uh, has a weird meanness to her every once in a while when it, it's just, they, they put different aspects to people's personalities and it's just, um, it really, really thickens the soup, man. Mm-hmm. It was pretty great. <laughs> and especially when a lot of deciphering whether or not in the area is a safe zone relies on the mathematical equations. So you had that necessity to really have to lean on this, an, an individual in this group in order to make it further into the maze or into the cube to, you know, find that end point wherever it ends up being. Uh, mm-hmm. Since it, it's not just a stagnant position, it's not just in one spot, uh, as they come to find out. Uh, and, you know, like, the, the whole prime number things, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I get that. But then, you know, they, they keep... They keep elaborating further and further and like, okay, maybe it's not just, oh, now it's coordinates. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, how many, the, how many other numbers changes are personalities <laughs> too. Yeah, exactly. So, but that was, that part was cool too. You know, when you get to, uh, that sort of a uh, frustration and that, mm-hmm. you know, the, the rooms are, uh, or the cube is not one dimensional either, but, um, <laughs> that was a pun it was unintentional but it worked but you know it's 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 also uh the realities or the not the realities but the rules of the cube were continuously changing or at least they you didn't realize how unclear they were from the get-go right. and it doesn't get frustrating until they reach i did get really frustrated when they reached the edge and it was just like nothingness mm-hmm. and i was like no no <laughs> i was really <laughs> upset by that we didn't just go through all that just for nothingness I mean, what kind of hangar is that, you know, airplane hangar is that big mm-hmm. <laughs> that can just house a cube that fucking large? Well, maybe they're not in the hangar. Maybe they're in space. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> not, not with that budget. They, they didn't. Not with that budget. <laughs> <laughs> but you already said it all went to the door. <laughs> Or maybe they just weren't in the cube at all. Maybe it's just all in their heads. No, it's not one of those That's movies. True. But okay, so, so uh, the 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 bigger the biggest issue I have with this movie, and it's not to say that I don't like the movie because I do, is just how ambiguous the purpose of the cube is in oh this my movie. Fucking God. Now, there is no fucking purpose. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry. there's there's t- there's two parts of this. You know, in the script. You know, they left the purpose of the cube very ambiguous, uh, which I, I think adds a, a, another layer of, like, believability to a lot sure. of the character work that happens in this movie. Uh, but, you know, the double-edged side of the sword on that is also it just leaves that frustrating aspect of it where you never truly grasp whatever this bigger picture is supposed to mm-hmm. be. You know, you have worth kind of, like, noting. Uh, you know, like he thought like the cube was, you know, this headless blunder that at one point it had a purpose, but that purpose has long been forgotten. And, you know, you had the whole worker aspect where, you know, if you keep everyone separated. Uh, so, you know, yeah, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing, uh, because basically, you know, you basically had a bunch of different contractors uh, who were hired to construct different aspects of this cube, whether it was mm-hmm. the shell, which would be the outside, which we did see. Uh, in in a couple of different spots where, you know, they were trying to kind of, like, use a rope to, like, kind of swing over to another location so they could further prolong their efforts to make their way through. Uh, But it's just a vast nothingness when they reach that outer shell. (laughs) And it's just, like, you're just like, really? This is what we're doing. 
just it it just it doesn't it doesn't feel good and it's just a, a very frustrating experience when you get to that point right. because not being able to kind of like unravel that mystery kind of takes a lot of the cube's demeanor away in the laundry right i would have been happier if it was like a brick wall and then they're like fuck and then like and then they could have proceeded to the oh the cubes are moving we got to find the bridge to the outside and i would have been like okay but that like vast nothingness kind of brings in um potentially supernatural elements mm -hmm. which what i was not prepared <laughs> to uh to include in this particular fucking movie uh yeah so I guess that's why we have to watch Cube 2 and 3 and 4. Well, there's only three. How many cubes are there? There's, there's only three. three. There's right. three, and then the, the Japanese. And then Japan. That we, that we can't find. <laughs> it's just a rumor. Oh, I, well. I mean, it's a very real movie. I have the IMDb up right now. <laughs> if that all, I mean, I can make you an IMDb right now. It could be the movie about tea. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it'll pop up online at some point, but uh, yeah. that remains to be seen. But it also only has six people on the cast. <laughs> so. Ah. so our 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 death toll our um our our death toll is we've got cubed man, we've got acid face, <laughs> and we've got smush smush man, and then every other kill was uh um. Man, man-made kill or whatever you want to call it, right? Mm -hmm. Am I missing any kills? No, it's all of them. Murder, murder. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, that was it. Was a good movie. Like it's just it's smart and uh, it, it did a lot. And hey, you know, it's still it's still you know a very popular movie and all that for uh, the price of a, a, a moderately priced house. <laughs> yeah, depending on where you live. Yeah, I mean, in some areas that wouldn't even be a house. There you go. You get like a garage. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or a small space. shed. <laughs> or a small shed that you were planning on tearing down anyway. <laughs> I uh, I like the button parts. There was a lot of uh, little details that were just, that really gave a lot of uh, uh, dimension to the, the story. Another pun. Um, so sucking on the buttons, writing, you know, <laughs> oh, scratch yeah, so writing with the buttons. Gotta keep the uh, saliva going, you know? I didn't. Is that a thing? I didn't really. I mean, I, I, mean, I guess. I don't. I don't. I don't get that. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna have to look that up. But oh, it's interesting. Oh, when, when she choked on her button, that was pretty great. I'm like it's gas, everybody. Back up, it's gas. She's no, it's just my button. I choked on my button. <laughs> I mean, and I guess. Course, I guess it's yeah. better that than like having a squeaky toy, or, or just That's a squeaker, true. just in general. <laughs> And then, of course, the uh, the noise triggered room was pretty fun. Uh -huh. Yeah, good times, good times. So you said that you had some sort of uh, you had some criticisms of the movie that you wanted to sort of well, talk that, about. That, a little that bit. was more so with just the ambiguousness of it, and just not having, oh, okay. not being able to. You don't really have an explanation for its purpose. Yeah, it gives you a weird, unsatisfying feeling that um, it, it's not. It, it's not one of those feelings that that are you normal. Well, no, sometimes you get those from from you know horror movies, but it, it's just not a feeling you want to pay for. You know, mm. <laughs> it's not you know it's not like the the weird sadness that you get when you don't get a good closure on a movie. It's just sort of like this nothingness where you're like, oh, I was suspending disbelief, and now you've got a little less of of my invest in my engagement, right? Mm -hmm. Like you kind of lost you lost me a little bit. 
and yeah, when and when it happens so so far at the end of the movie, you kind of feel a little let down, which you know I, do, I did feel that a little bit. It's it's kind of reminiscent of the movie logic of rubber, <laughs> right? Like it's the uh, well, how how why why do things happen the way that they do? No reason. <laughs> like, <sighs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. But yeah, but uh, still, really, really good, uh, mm-hmm. low budget. You know, it, this worth was, watching there, for it, sure. It's uh, yeah, definitely want to check out. I I know it was streaming on Amazon Prime through like IMDb TV. I think I watched it on like Roku, and I think it's free on Tubi as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, it's 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 out there. You folks can watch it. It's it's a good uh, hour and a half of your time. It'll get you thinking. And now that you've given them that awesome tidbit that every every character represents a prison in history, that's pretty cool. I, I would rewatch it just for that because I had no fucking clue. <laughs> yeah, that's just one of the more interesting tidbits about the movie. Hmm. There, there really wasn't like a whole lot of like uh, 10 things you didn't know about Cube or f- interesting facts. <laughs> you one know, that thing I'm like, you did not know about Cube. <laughs> <laughs> It's Canadian. The group <laughs> came from Canada. Um, it was made for three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so good notes. I like them. Yeah, because like when you look up like cube trivia, it's like oh Rubik's cube trivia quizzes. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's that's it. I mean, is there much more conversation around cube? <laughs> there's there's not too much. I mean, a lot of it just boils down to. Uh, the necessities of need- needing to rely on others to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you do have a lot of man versus man aspects because not all their personalities uh, mesh well together. Right. Uh, you know, you you do have that very controlling uh, situation where uh, the the quote leader tries to take the mathematician uh, because like they're the only two that can survive, and you know it's just graded because like you know it's you know only a man and woman can make it to the end. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty scary, and especially when you like she's like basically getting cornered, <laughs> you know. I was gonna say like that. Now that I'm thinking about it, I, there's a lot of questions that are unanswered. Although mm. these are different things that I would do if I was in cube. So um, if you had to go to the bathroom, I mean, we we saw what happened where it's like somebody just went in a corner. I mean, I feel like you got to find your next cube and then like poop in the cube you just left <laughs> and then move on to the next cube. Although they're not eating, so maybe they're not pooping that much, but they got to be peeing a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't, really, know, you don't know how long they're going to be there. And they, they never tell you how long they're there, actually. I mean, there was that sort of uh, that warning at the beginning, like, okay, so we've got, you know, three days without water. So, uh, you know, that's, that's our marker of when we're going to die if we don't figure this shit out. And uh, let's see. And then they never really start. They don't keep track of time for us other than just seeing people getting visibly dehydrated which and i'm sure you noticed well there was there was a note about time like an hour in with like one of the one of the sayings because it's like the guy was like i'm trying to remember what he was saying it's like an hour ends when i say it does or something along those lines that was like an literally an hour into the movie (laughs) so maybe it was just (laughs) real time good point an hour and a half for all that no but you no, don't get it, that it dehydrated. Like, oh yeah, I, I, I get that. But I just thought it was funny that it 
like that quote just hit right at that moment. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, probably fun. not a coincidence. <laughs> no, that was very, very deliberate. Um, mm-hmm. oh, this movie, though, just the dialogue is really interesting, too, um, because everyone's just trying to figure out why the hell they're there in the first place. Uh, you know, you have people who are being abusive in regards to using someone mm-hmm. else's gift. Uh, and I, I thought that was interesting, too, because there is that little back and forth between Halloween and Levin about, uh, you know, having a gift and uh, Levin's just like, you know, it's, it's not a gift. It, it's just a brain, you know, because a lot of uh, some of them were a lot smarter than others, um, you know, because they even had to rely on, you know, the mentally challenged in order to figure out like the whole I think it was like the, the coordinate aspect of it because he was looking into the factors mm-hmm. and even the mathematician couldn't do it. Uh, you know, by by herself. Uh, so like, even like the go to solution or the people or the one person who everyone was relying on didn't actually wasn't actually the one who got them to that end point, right? Which was the other very interesting. That's pretty thing. cool. Yeah, and it's really funny because uh, you know, you put yourself in this in in their shoes, and uh, I'm a I'm a total team player, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I get very very frustrated when you when they always like trot out the you know, the person who's going to ruin it for everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, and a lot of times I'm like, Oh, there's no way. Like people aren't that shitty. And then you, every once in a while you meet somebody that shitty, and you're like, yep, that's the guy who's going to ruin it for everyone. That's the guy who let the zombies in. <laughs> Damn it. Man, I, I think, I think my favorite quote though, in this movie is after, uh, Reigns is killed and you have Holloway. Just, you know, just person like, well, <laughs> What does it want? Like, what does it think? And then Worth just looks over, you know, one down, four to go. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. How did you feel about the ending? I mean, it's very open-ended in regards to, you know, you got, like, the the bright light, <laughs> you know? Like, I wonder what's out there. But just, like, the whole, like... Oh, we could have made it out. Like the three of us could have made it out, but you know, if not for dude, is going to ruin it for the rest of us. Smush mm-hmm. dude, as I like to call him, because he gets smushed. Yeah. Which all he had to do was like hang back, and then he wouldn't have gotten smushed. But no. I don't wasn't thinking straight. That's true. Yeah, it's a little frustrating. The whole like, oh, we're right at the e- you know at the end of this. Let's stop and have a conversation, even though this shit is moving fast. Mm-hmm. That was very annoying. And then, of course, they get killed by dude. Right. And they didn't hear him open the fucking hatch or, you know. It's very it's very faint when you're actually watching the movie. Like, you can hear oh. it, but it's not, like, super loud. Okay. So, like, right. if we because... if we couldn't really pick up on it, you know, it's, it's understandable yeah. that they couldn't either. I guess. But then again, okay. we, we you know, who knows how the sound really bounced in some of the other rooms, you know. True. Maybe just didn't reverberate all that much. What do you think? Uh, how how do you think you would have done in Cube? I'm terrible with numbers, <laughs> <laughs> so not that well. Do you not have any other skills that would have like led you to the next room easily, or at least helped you manage the the group a little better, so and people weren't at each other's throats? Like I I, I do enjoy like escape rooms, so I'm sure I would have been okay. I don't think See? I would have been like the person at the the end of the <laughs> the very end. But I also okay. I, I also just wouldn't be the guy like throwing the person into the next room hoping that it's a trap. 
<laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have been doing that either. I'm like I said, I'm more of a team player than that. I mean, they could have tried other shit, but that's not the point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I get it. I would have been like, you know, our doctor lady, except that I'm not a doctor, so not none of those skills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I can do okay with numbers, but not that great. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were a lot of rooms too. Like you, we didn't even scratch the surface of how many rooms could potentially be in Cube <laughs> either. Oh, yeah. Although they made it back to the first one. I mean, that is true. I was a little annoyed with her remark there with like, I was right. We could have just stayed put. Bitch, nobody knew, okay? Mm-hmm. You had to move. Yeah, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Right? <laughs> That's all. I felt that that was the most annoying line of the mm-hmm. fucking whole movie. <laughs> all right, so looking ahead, uh, mm-hmm. next week... We're talking, uh-huh. you know, we're, we're doing some Japanese cinema. <laughs> so uh, we're talking Battle Royale release in 2000, directed by Kinji uh, Fukasaku, uh, which okay, we're is gonna have plenty to say about that one, <laughs> which, you know, this is this is one of those movies that is constantly brought up in regards to well, why wasn't it remade for America? Right. Like that's that's always that's always the conversation well a lot of people do because of how popular this movie is Mm -hmm. um and there are a lot of people who don't think that uh it would translate well to the u.s audience are you kidding me uh but (laughs) it would have done great but i you know i i have a work story in regards to this movie that i'll share next week because there there is a major misconception about this genre being defined by another movie oh. or just being or that being the one to usher it in when it was really battle royale and not this other movie but that's that's a story for okay. next week but you're really worked up <laughs> i'm really excited to hear this next week i can't believe i have well to okay. it's it's because my coworkers are idiots <laughs> <laughs> and uh he he knows who he is because i really <laughs> i got I, I, I was fuming <laughs> i was like wait what <laughs> Because uh, some people just don't know what they're talking about, man. It's just I guess not. I'm really excited to hear all about it. Uh, so for those that haven't seen Better Real, there's Better Real. There's also Better Real Two. Uh, two is also good, but definitely not as good as the first one. Uh, but this is one of those movies that you know I've I've loaned this movie to a lot of people. I've not had anyone come back to me saying like they did not like it. <laughs> It's totally likable. What's not to like? Yeah, what what's not if to like about a ton of uh, high schoolers getting killed? I, <laughs> I mean, once you know what you're getting into, mm-hmm. which you should know before you watch the movie, because it's such an old movie, then it's nothing but, you know, cheesecake or cake or pie, whatever good thing you want to call it. Yeah, so uh, for those who good, don't know the story, movie. in the future, the Japanese in government... The future captures a class of ninth grade students and forces them to kill each other under the Revolutionary Battle Royale Act. What did they pass that act again? I haven't seen the movie in like 10 years. It's 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 been a while. <laughs> <laughs> you too, awesome. So I'm I'm looking forward to revisiting it. Uh yeah. just because it's just one of those genre defining movies. Uh and it's also just w- one of the more intriguing premises. Uh, for like the whole death game mm-hmm. or fight for survival or however you want to coin the terminology. Hunter games. <laughs> Hunter games. Hunger games. 
Yes, or The Hunger Games, which is definitely not what the fight. I just remember like highlights of the movie. I remember mm. the really evil, uh, cute uh, um, chick. And then I, re- I remember the really, really sad group of, of y- girls that band together just playing house because they don't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. That was really sad. And um, honestly, I think that's it. It's been such a long time. I don't remember <laughs> much about it at all. And that's exciting. It means that I get to watch it and it's going to be like new. Yeah, it'd be like fresh eyes, basically. Yeah. So that's next week. And then, of course, we mm-hmm. have Thanksgiving for our no. uh, Thanksgiving release, <laughs> which is always, always a good time. And if you haven't seen Thanksgiving, it's not a good movie, but it's an mm-hmm. entertaining movie. And it's very it's quotable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that one in about... I don't know, four or five years. I haven't seen it since last November. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm excited for that, but I'm also excited for Battle Royale. It's going to be great. Absolutely. So with that being said, let's close out the show for tonight. So if you guys are looking to contact the show, of course, you can do so a couple of different ways. I can find us over on Instagram at Handle with Pod. We do have our YouTube channel, which I, I think we've been up for a month now. So as, as soon as we hit 100 subscribers, we can get our custom URL, uh, which would be a big help. But we'll have the channel URL in the uh, in the show notes. And it might be posting like a vlog for uh, the horror convention I got coming up for Days of the Dead Chicago, uh, which is in two weeks. Uh, so I'm going to be printing a ton of T-shirts for that. Uh, this weekend, uh, while my brother-in-law and my and my nephew are doing their black belt test, <laughs> which, whoa! So th- that's that's going to be interesting. So I'm looking Very forward to cool. lethal weapons in the family, huh? Yeah, so, something like that. <laughs> uh, we also have our Twitter at handle with scare, and you can email the show at handle with scarepod at gmail dot com. And of course, we do also have our website at handle with But for now, Holly, you know that's. That's basically it. So uh, I guess we'll just leave it at that. And mm-hmm. we'll see all of the awesome uh, toolkits and just murder accessories involved with Battle Royale Ooh. next week. <laughs> My goodness. So exciting. Okay, yes. Let's do it. I'll see you next week. You guys take care. Enjoy your weekend. And we'll see you then.